0: I'm Katie Malone and I work for the Bumblebee Conservation Trust. I'm the Conservation Officer for Scotland, which is quite a grand title but but really I I focus on particular priority areas, high priority areas, like where I am today. This is Keiths Harbour and I'm on the very far northeast coast of Scotland in Caithness As I look north towards John O'Groats, which I can't see, it's about 10 miles away from here, I can see Keese Castle, and there's a pillbox in the near distance, a walker just heading out on the John O'Groats trail, and east of me is the sea. I can see right around to the far horizon, there's the Beatrice offshore wind farm, which is a massive wind farm. I can see a couple of creel boats, one just coming into the harbour. There's a mother and her young son doing some crabbing just off the of shore here. And south, I can see the harbour itself with its quite impressive flagstone walls and the Former harbour house, and then west is inland. I'm here doing a a bee walk, and um, that's the the national scheme for monitoring bumblebee species. I chose this site because it's a fantastic site for one particularly very rare bumblebee called the Great Yellow Bumblebee, and um, this is a, a case study site, I've been monitoring it for a number of years. It's quite special to me because this uh, very rare bumblebee, it's so rare that I was in the job for I think three years before I even saw one, and that was here at Keese Harbour. So I'm going to see if I can see any today, and um, take you through part of my bee walk and and what happens. Just some curlews going over. And uh, uh, this first section, this bee walk is split into four different sections and it makes it easier for us to the monitor kind of if there's differences between each section and there are different types of flowers on these things so I decided to split it into these sections based on the, the type of habitat. I can see, let me see, there's a bit of goat's beard, uh, sea chamomile, creeping thistle, by monitoring the the plants, the forage species that bees will use, as well as the the actual bumblebees themselves, uh, that's an extra kind of bit. Up ah, here's a bit of comfrey with a bee on it, and it's a it looks like a male garden bumblebee. And there's another male garden bumblebee, both on the clover. Sorry, comfrey. Very nice. And a large white butterfly. There is a lot of uh, comfrey on this site. It's one of the best plants for bees because it replenishes its nectar very quickly, but most of it has gone over now. It's finished flowering and there's other species here taking over. So what I'm doing is I'm walking, I'm looking two metres on either side of me. a oh, bit of tufted vetch here, that's a nice long flower, uh, long florets for, for bees with long tongues, like the great yellow, and the garden bumblebee. So two meters on either side of me, I'm looking four meters ahead of me, and estimating about two meters um, from the ground as well. So if you imagine that's a sort of four by four by two meter box and that's my recording box and as i'm walking this box kind of moves with me so any bee that comes in or out or i i see as i'm moving um, in that box gets recorded so white clover A good amount of white clover, but uh, that's sort of going over a bit as well now. It's one of those flowers that keeps going, it's a really good doer. with hogweed and red clover. Red clover's a fantastic bee plant, just have a good look. Oh, another garden bumblebee you? another male. So it's early August and these are the first males uh, of that species that I've seen. So this is a stage in the colony's life cycle when the, the fresh generation, the new generation, the new males and the young queens will come out and try and partner up, ready for the winter hibernation of the queens. Let's see, I'm just coming down to the harbor wall here and there's an old fishing boat up on a trailer. And another trailer that's empty. Porkweed. Good autumnal plant. Right, I'm up to the Harbour House now. It's a wonderful old building. Very imposing, rectangular building three storeys, it's been converted into self-catering cottages. And there's a couple of uh, young swallows playing up there as well. Very nice. Great for all sorts of wildlife, this place. Right, so I'm heading back along the path on the other side. Lots of goat's beard, really statuesque. Bright yellow flower, a bit like dandelions but really tall a little busy little place here today there's a couple of cars down by the harbour cottage. Carrie yeah. yeah. here boat's just I'm not sure if that was a good idea or not but she loves being by the sea, she loves being outside. And it's a fairly quiet site, even though i said it's quite busy today. There seems to be comings and goings, fishermen, a couple of people down at the, the cottages and me. <laughs> that constitutes a busy day in case. <laughs> right, birdsfoot trefoil. A good stand of country here, or there used to be before it went over. Can't see any bees on it. A bit more red clover. Oh, there's a butterfly on there. Oh, small tortoise shell on the creeping thistle. Very nice. I can't help myself looking for butterflies as well as bees and birds. And I'm passing the old what used to be the ice house when it was still a a thriving harbour. Um, It's been converted, well there's a a door on it, at least a new looking door. I have been inside, it's got a wonderful domed roof made of Caithness flagstone. It's a really incredible structure. It's really held up well. And there's an old, very old, broken down creel boat, it must be. 20 foot long, one of those old rowing boats. Let's just have a look, it's now kind of more or less just a net store. Oh, some old tyres. It's gently just folding itself into the ground. I bet there's some bumblebee nests under there. Very lovely little. Um, Small small tortoiseshell has just come out and is basking on the prow of the old creel boat. <laughs> so now we're coming towards the end of this transect and I thought it was a bee but actually it's a bumblebee mimic hoverfly. I think Volucella bombilans looks incredibly like a bumblebee. It's furry, it's got a big back end, white tail end, yellow fur. Yeah, easy to mistake. Spear thistle, I like a bit of spear thistle. It's really good for. Sort of, it's that typical kind of Scottish thistle. Another small tortoiseshell, seeing more small tortoiseshells than beads today. And another hoverfly. Yeah, I think this section, is going to be slim pickings for bees, I mean, even the creeping thistle is all going to seed. I think, possibly, they've moved on to flowers elsewhere. This place was absolutely humming earlier on in the year. But now, where are they? And this is the end of section one. So... Section two goes in a small loop, just on the other side of the road here. And that where that uh, mother and her young son—they've got a little chihuahua as well, very cute. I'm um, uh, still trying to catch some crabs. i they having a trying on the other side of the uh, little. It's not, it's not quite a harbour wall, but it's like miniature, I think um, it just gives a little bit of shelter. I'm pretty sure people used to uh, take their young kids down there and teach them how to swim. Oh, now this is interesting. That's a garden bumblebee, but it's a queen. It's huge. And she's making this wonderful buzzing noise really deep. she looks so fresh and clean-looking compared to the males which can be a bit scruffy-looking. Three garden bumblebees, all on the remains of the clover, and, oh, interesting, that is a different species, an early bumblebee, also a queen, also on the country. this, this bit of the transect is humming. I've got another queen early bumblebee. I've got three male garden bumblebees, a common father, worker and a garden queen as well. Wonderful. of this loop. Right. So here we There's quite a bit of bindweed here and it's really starting to take over. I'm sure there's a lot more of it here uh, than there was last year. Another early queen Garden queen, another garden worker, I think, and another garden queen. I quite like seeing garden bumblebees because they like the same sort of flowers as great yellows. They've also got a really long tongue, so they like those long florets. Need really to get the, the nectar out. Meadow brown butterfly on the creeping thistle. Nice. They don't make much of a sound though. <laughs> if you could only see this. Up to the edge of the harbour side, there's, a, there's a, an old stock fence and a sign it's saying, Welcome to Kiss Shoreline. Please adhere to the below guidelines to ensure your own safety and the safety of others. Please be aware that the rocks are over 2,000 years old and should be treated with respect. They're extremely fragile. Please note the castle should not be visited from the cliffside and the castle itself is in a ruinous state. Well, that just goes to show how many layers of history there are here. Not just the the castle, although that's old enough. We've got the Brochs, over 2,000 years old, so you see the pillbox from the Second World War, First World War, I can't remember, and just around the corner I can still see the, the top of the Harbourmaster's cottage, This it is one of those places you just scratch the surface and archaeology and history just seeps out it's wonderful right making my way back along the other side of the loop now not many flowers here oh, another stand of country, these are making the most of it what have we got the garden queen garden queen Um, anything else Ooh, in common carder, two common carder workers, another garden queen. There is another type of carder bee here, which is also quite a priority species. It's called the moss carder, and I have to really peer closely at all the carder bees because they they're quite difficult to tell apart from each other in Caithness. Uh, oh. two garden queens gosh this is yeah they've evidently had a good feeding year this year it takes quite a lot of investment of uh, protein of the pollen and and nectar to actually make a, a queen um, they're very large-bodied and bumblebees really they 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 don't have a certain size as such. It's, it, you can't tell the different species by the different sizes. A bumblebee gets bigger the more it's fed. And then that's it. it. It sort of emerges from the nest and that's its final size, whether that's tiny or whether that's huge. And sometimes you get both sizes coming out of the same nest, which is the case with the garden bumblebee right start of section three and i am walking up a, a gentle slope up towards the village on the right of me is a field full of barley which is just starting to ripen it's just starting to get that kind of beigey uh, ends to the uh, to the ears and there's a stock fence but then, in front of that, towards me, there's an old Caithness flagstone fence as well, which is the traditional way that people in Caithness, and in Orkney as well actually, it's the same stone base, they uh, they would take these uh, very flat, large stones, and some of these are, well oh, they must be you know, three metres by four metres, the, the largest ones, um, typically more like a, a metre by probably three metres. And they plunge it into the ground about uh, a third of the way in. So the flag kind of sticks out of the top, the top two thirds. And uh, if you imagine, that's like a, a, a plate and that's, farm forms part of the fence. It's um, a really ingenious way of using the local materials and they last forever. (laughs) Right, bit of red clover here. see a bit of white clover on the other side. Red clover is fantastic because it's got so many different amino acids and the proteins and the pollen. That bees can't get from other places and there's recent research actually to say that or to suggest that bees will actually look for certain plants uh, to improve the health of the colony so it's kind of like self-medication and red clover is one of those that is particularly beneficial so it's good to see it Um, It's a short-lived perennial. It only lives about two or three years. So it needs to set seed into the ground in order for the the species to perpetuate. Unlike white clover, which is quite long-lived. So it's one of those ones that's uh, actually declining quite significantly in the the landscape. Because people like to keep their, their edges and their field margins really short. Um and of course if you cut the the grass with the red clover in it before it's had a chance to set seed then you won't get any flowers the next year and the whole species will just die out. Ah right. More red clover. A very small common carder worker there. Hello dog. And it's space this all Goat Speed. Right, we're going to take this winding path back down towards the harbour. Harry! She's gone off in the wrong direction, coming back again. Good dog. Right, so this is section four we're on now, and it goes down a, it's more of a footpath back down towards. Behind the harbour building, and down towards the harbour itself. Now, so what do we have here? Red clover. Red clover, red clover. Good morning, red clover. Hello. Good morning, isn't it lovely? It's beautiful. let's try to doing some work not mm-hmm. not seems to be... it's got some good bare patches of soil, which are holding together quite well, to uh, give good opportunities for basking butterflies and solitary bees. Birds for trefoil. Some, uh, some old kidney vetch flowers, which have gone right over now. They, they start out that lovely kind of uh, bacon and egg Kind of really really beautiful um, yellow colour with uh, sort of red hips and then they fade out as the flowers get pollinated. Bees love it because they can just land on these little kidney-shaped cushions of flowers and uh, sip away to their heart's content at all the all the florets There. It's coming out of the hole in the in the cliffside. I think there must be a nest up there. It's too high up for me to uh, investigate, and too high for me to record on my transect either, but that's a good sight. I always keep my eye open for potential nesting sites in great yellow areas, um, just in case. I see a great yellow coming out of it. Very little is known about uh, nesting habitat for great yellows. It's one of those things that it's really difficult to find. You really don't make it very easy. Right, another good bit of red clover and a common carder worker on it. There's a few boats inside the harbour here. The is just like, oh, it's so clear, I love the sea around here, it's like pale tourmaline or something like that. It's indescribable here. If you've got a sandy bottom to your bed, you've got a, a garden queen on red clover. If you've got sandy bottom, all they shore. Garden. Who do you? Male or red clover. You can see right down 15-20 feet and see the crabs crawling along on the bottom of the, the uh, sand. It's amazing. I think my dog's just off looking for scraps of fish or of sandwiches probably heading here. Let's have a look, into the water. So a seaweed, really impressive Caithness flagstone harbour. I've no idea when this was built but it must be at least 200 years old, holding up really well. building now, it says Keith Harbour building, circa 1833. And then below that, 2004, which must been when it was restored and uh, turned into cottages. Very lovely they do look too. There's some wagtails just going overhead. Just heading out to shore. It's nice to see the comings and goings. I do love harbour villages. There's always something going on. And the smell, the tang of the seaweed. You can almost, it captures the back of your throat. Right, here I am back at the, the start. So, I've seen a few bees, a few different species. Uh, well, three different species. We've got loads of garden bumblebees. I think they must be nesting quite close by. Some carder workers and uh, early queens as well. Uh, oh, that looks like an orange tip butterfly just going past. It's just such a lovely day to be out. There's a very gentle breeze blowing. It's probably about 17 or 18 degrees. It's just a perfect day to be out. So, thanks for sharing it with me.